Hi, I'm Mara Webster with In Creative Company, and today I'm so thrilled to be joined by the wonderful Sasha Lane to talk all about conversations with friends. And, um, you know, I love I love the two elements of this character that you're playing, because on the surface, there's moments where she can come across like a little blunt and a little flippant. And yet there's, you know, so much sensitivity underneath the surface. And so when you were first working with the scripts and really looking at the source material of Sally Rooney's book, I was interested in kind of that journey of discovery that you went through with her as a character in, in figuring out how to play her where you looked not just at who she is on the surface and the things that she's saying but really making sure that you captured those elements underneath as well I think I think when I read the book and I read Bobby um I it was pretty much like okay here go the surface of her and this is exactly what I want to do which is to to bring out the sensitivity to bring a perspective and give more of an understanding to why she says the things she says and kind of just make her a bit more likable um, give her a bit more background. And I think the beauty of it being through, you know, Francis's point of view and her perspective in the book, it gives you an opportunity when you're making a show because now there, there are people playing these roles. So just because Francis can still describe me the same way that she would in the book, um, and, and you know, you still might see me through her lens, I now have space to fill up the other half. You know, it, it's it's finally being able to get the other, you know, the other side of the story, basically, when you usually only get one, um, which made it one easier um, to bring a bit of likability to her. But also it, it was exciting to me because it, it was that beautiful kind of challenge and like almost like there was this little uh well, I don't know how I would describe it, but there was something in it that just kind of made me have like a sly smile because I was like, okay, yeah, when I have the cameras on me and we're going to all be able to read this room and what you did was wrong because now you're seeing it from what Bobby actually said or how she said it, what her tone was. Um, and, and you get to be able to see the way I look at her um, when I'm responding. And it's like, it took me two days to respond because I care about you and I don't want to hurt your feelings when I easily could have in that moment. And I think that's when you get the softness to Bobby and you really get to see that she does deeply care for her, but she's also opinionated and she's blunt, but it's always a different story when it's not from your you know, perspective. So Right. And, and to that point, you know, there are moments of conflicts between the two of them as friends. And what I love about those moments is exactly what you were saying. It's not about nobody's raising their voice. They're not having an argument. And if anything, it's almost written down later, in fact. And so it's really about how you play it in that moment. And it always comes across as, you know, even if Bobby does say something in the moment or send an email saying that her feelings have been hurt, it's, it's because it's actually coming from a very vulnerable place. Um, and did you feel just kind of like having that space of silence is really a lot of what allowed for capturing that vulnerability and, and kind of like the emotional hurt that's coming over in those moments of conflict? Yeah, definitely. I think space says a lot. Space holds a lot of weight um, and it can kind of give you everything you need to know more so than vocalizing something. And I think, you know, there's like the moment where Francis says, I'm jealous. And then she turns her back in the kitchen, allowing that space to sit there. You know, even if I did respond or didn't respond, you can clearly see that it's a process of, do I want to say something back to her? 
that hurt my feelings. No, I'll wait. Okay, am I going to let it slide? Am I going to keep watching the movie? Am I going to move? You know, it's that inner dialogue that we all get to have, that we all have, you know, with ourselves. And, and you get to see it. So you get to see that Bobby is processing her own emotions, Francis's emotions, how should she respond to them? And, and even if it's five seconds or two seconds, it's still a lot of weight because it's more than just a quick reaction. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, once you're a few episodes in, you kind of have such a sense of of those moments that you're just discussing where it's watching watching the moments in between the dialogue. And that's, you know, such a beautiful thing in the way that the story is told throughout the series. Was it something that Lenny Abramson kind of talked to you and the rest of the cast about early on in kind of like knowing that that was going to be the style and the approach of how to tell this story and that there were going to be so many moments where it would just allow for the quietness of your performances? Or is it something that kind of came about once you were all on set shooting together? Um, I think maybe a little bit of both. We, we rehearsed a lot, you know, we rehearsed out, you know, outside of filming and then when we would get to set, we still, you know, the actual, the only time it actually started recording was probably by like the 15th rehearsal because he put so much, uh, everything mattered, you know, which is amazing, but everything mattered. Every character, every single line they said, every look they gave, it all mattered, which I don't know how he kept such passion for each person's moment like that which was so respectable but it mattered so we all were were very collaborative on finding when we would look and when we wouldn't look and and it was nice to be able to tell him or to be able to tell Leanne like you know I don't think she's going to look at her that long in this moment you know that's two seconds too long for me this is not the right time she has to be able to have her own moment where it's like give me a break or you know each thing was important. Jemima always says, you know, from picking up the coffee mug, you know, all of it is important. So that kind of went into just like you go over the lines, we went over those spaces as well. And then also by the end of it, you're just like, I already know, because you're so into your character. Mm-hmm. And I also like that that Bobby's a very observational person as well. You know, she kind of, she's able to size people up very quickly, but it's because she like studies people meticulously when they walk into the room. And, and how did you want to make sure that you were capturing that very observational quality in her in a lot of scenes as well, whenever she's meeting new people? Um, I, I think it's, it, I don't even think it's more of a, how did I, it's just like an energy. It's just, we all know that one friend. I also am that person, maybe not as daggered eyes. Maybe I'm a bit more subtle, but it, you know, if you're going to step into the room, I take it like if you're, if I'm meeting someone who's friends with my brother or, you know, people I care about, I'm going to zone you up. I'm going to size you up. I'm going to take on your energy. I don't really like people in my space in the first place. So if you're going to be here, I'm going to see how I feel first. And so I think it's, it's just anyone who walks in the room, anyone who is communicating with the people I care about, it's, are you going to waste my time or should I make the effort to talk to you or not? I think she's like quick of like, do I like you or do I not like you regardless if I know you. And so it's just, it's just the looks. It's just the looks that we all know it's an up and down. It's a, you know, filling it out a bit, being more quiet in the beginning and then speaking. Yeah. And part of that dynamic comes into play, you know, for Bobby when she meets Nick, played by Joe Alwyn, you know, and, and she's initially not very warmed to him, but kind of come, doesn't fully come around, but kind of comes around to a degree, especially once she kind of sees the dynamic between him and Francis. Um, and so how did you kind of figure out that that journey and that trajectory of, you know, her being a little bit more cold towards him at the beginning and just 
not, not being rude, but just like not it, not being someone that she's dying to be engaged with and then kind of like warming up a little bit, but still very being much on the periphery of their, their relationship dynamic. I think it's, it's kind of at what stage am I in, in this, in the beginning, Nick to me is an obstacle. He's like a throwaway object. It's, I don't really care for you to be here. This is, you know, it's like the stem to the flower. You're not, I'm like, I don't really care about the stem right now. I'm worried about if it's a bloom. I'm worried about Melissa, you know, and I want to flirt with Melissa. So like, could you leave the room? You know, I think it was easy. You know, once you have that in your mind, you're just kind of like everything you say is boring to me because I don't really care who you are. Um, and then, you know, as, as it progresses and we're around a lot more and, you know, I start to see kind of how Francis feels. It's like, it's a, it's a bit of judgment and also a bit of like, okay, well, clearly I have to give this a little bit of an effort because if you constantly have to be around someone, you got to find something that you can relate to or like. And then I think through time, it's just like, all right, he's not so bad. He's not so bad. And, you know, we can, we can have our little moments. I think she finds little things from him that she can, that she can attach herself to and kind of just, she kind of, you know, lets the reins off a little bit and it's like, all right, you, you can sit, you, you can sit at the table. It's fine. Yeah. You, you know, and you're bringing up there, obviously the, the flirtation between Bobby and Melissa that happens very early on Jemima Kirk's character. And, you know, what's interesting about that is like the two of you don't really have that many moments where you're able to kind of be, to openly play to that because there's always other people in the room. Like we don't really see the two of them, you know, when they leave the room together, we hear about yeah. it from Bobby, um, you know, and so how is that in terms of finding the dynamic to be able to play to that, but not necessarily being able to do it through like them being very tactile with each other or like the way that they're looking at each other because there's always other people around them. I think first and foremost, it's, and what you realize is like, if Francis isn't there, then we don't exist necessarily, you know, it's through her eyes. So we, more often than not, the times we were together was in the background. Um, and it is kind of hard when you're supposed to act like you're like, you know, giddy and all over each other, but like you're in the background and it's also kind of like, mm, how do I just laugh on cue? But I think me and Jemima were speaking about like, why am I here? Why did you invite two 20 year old girls to your house? Like, what's up? You know, and I think that helped establish it. And then because we were in the background, we got to play a lot. You know, we got to have regular conversations because who knows if they're actually going to keep it in the audio. It's really just about what you see us doing. And so she would just come out with the most outlandish, inappropriate things to say. And I would be cracking up. And she's also, she has such this like, you know, she makes me a tad nervous, like in terms of flirtation wise, like I was dying inside when I had to pick up her number. It was just like, she gives me that naturally. So I'm like, so you can see it, it starts to come out, you know? And so when we're sitting there in the background, we're genuinely talking and, and hanging out. And so I think that helped. And that was a little bit of like a luxury is that we don't have to really fake it. We can actually just enjoy each other's company because they have a really long scene in the in the kitchen so we might as well talk about whatever we want to talk about and then it and then it works and at the beginning when they first meet Melissa at the bar it kind of feels like Bobby's the one kind of taking the lead it's like you know oh you know we're going to exchange numbers now like I'm the one asking for this and I'm saying yeah. that this is going to happen did you view that as kind of like a fully fledged confidence or like a confidence that that's also masking some nerves on the inside at the same time I think for Bobby, it's like fully fledged confidence. It's she, she sees nothing else. She doesn't care about there. You know, I think that's what she knows is like, oh, I'm good at 
getting into into the she's extroverted you know she can shoot right through I think for me personally I was you know trying to mask some nerves um which hopefully didn't come out um but yeah I think Bobby to her it was just like she's hot I'm gonna go for it and in working along Allison um Oliver who plays Francis in the show you know there's so much history in that dynamic, you know, even from the beginning of the first episode, from them knowing each other for several years, having been in a relationship with one another, and then, you know, having this very tight-knit friendship that that follows that, um, you know, and there's not necessarily too many details dropped about their history with one another until later episodes when, when Francis writes a piece about when they first met, and that's when we get like a lot more detail. Um, did you have that script early on, or was it very much about being able to look towards the material from the book and conversation? conversations that you were having with the creative team to really build out what that backstory and what that history of that dynamic is between them. I, I think me, Allie and Lenny would often talk about uh, when we would get together and kind of go through the scenes or script or whatever. We had a lot of conversations about like, all right, how do you think they broke up? You know, who, who did it? You know, how, how was it said? Did you think Bobby said it like that? You know, me and Allie would do that. I'd be like cooking something on the stove and we'd be on FaceTime and we're just like, do you think that Bobby feel, you know, we just, we, we did that a lot. And with Lenny too of, of, okay, how exactly long do you think they were walking? Do you think that, you know, those little things that really did help establish our own understanding of our relationship, even if, it's completely different than what it actually was. You know, I think it just helped us have something to <clears throat> base everything that we're doing moving forward throughout the show on, you know, and it, it was, it was a good background information. It was also just fun, little, fun, little conversations to have with Allie about how obsessed I was with her maybe, and maybe a little less, you know, it was cute. Yeah. I also like that whenever there's physical touch between the two of them, it's always kind of very quiet and very meaningful. It's like, I'm not going to say anything to you, but I can see that you're having a hard time and quietly taking each other's hands were a lot of those little moments, something that was in the scripts or were those details, things that you found on the day together? I think it was, it was definitely what me and Ali had established between each other. I think very early on um, and the more we both went through it, we kind of were like, we don't think that they're, that they're very touchy feely with each other because they're the way their personalities are, they're in a weird way, very similar and opposite. You know, she wears, Francis wears her heart on her sleeve, but she gives you nothing about what she's thinking. Where Bobby is more of very, she'll tell you her opinion. She'll tell you her thoughts. She's going to talk to you about it all. She wants to have a conversation, but her emotions are a little bit more, you know, soared away and and she's not as expressive with them and so we figured there was this beautiful kind of um pact that they had maybe in their mind of like we don't do all that extra stuff it's not it's it doesn't match our personalities I think that's why everything was very subtle with us of who would hold whose hand and how long they would look at each other and and also Bobby's I think there was a really big thing in the back of the mind of we cannot cross the boundaries that we worked really hard to set in place. And so it was always a little bit of, okay, you're looking at me too long and I know where this could go. So let's break eye contact now or move hands or shift or something. It was like, okay, now we're playing with fire a little bit. So let's cool it. You know, it, all those things are very important. 
And I also like the the sense of humor between the two of them. You know, again, it's kind of a very inside dynamic that just exists between the two of them. And even to the point where, you know, they're on this trip in Croatia and, and Francis is kind of feeling a little bit, you know, desolate about a few things emotionally. And Bobby was kind of the one to push her to be like, no, we should go on this trip. And she's just like, I don't know why you dragged us here anyway, you know, and it releases the tension in the moment. Um, you know, how did the two of you kind of figure out what's the delivery, what's the style of like this very kind of intimate comedic sensibility and also moments like that, where it can really be used to kind of cut through the tension of a moment that's a bit more emotional. I, I think, you know, like I said, there were so many rehearsals, there's so much time and, and the beauty of a show is that's six months to learn a character, to, you know, to, to dive into these roles. And so by the time we filmed Croatia, which I feel like had the most of those kind of little, you know, inside jokes to split tension and all that, it was the end of filming. We had done these characters for six months already. We knew them inside and out. And so, and our connection was getting stronger by the day. You know, we spent time on screen and off screen because it was a pandemic, we were in a bubble. And so by that point, it just starts to feel like second nature. You know exactly how you're gonna deliver that line because you, you know, even if it's Sasha to Francis right before Bobby and, you know, Sasha and Ali right before Bobby and Francis, it really helps kind of our personalities really meshed well. It, it's in a weird way, it was almost easy because of how much we'd studied these characters and how we actually got along um, in person, so. Was that also the case then for the dynamic in terms of the performances on stage and the moments that we get to see snippets of the two of them performing together and in, in terms of figuring out what does their creative collaboration look like with one another and, and what's their dynamic when they're on stage? Yeah, it was definitely, you know, I think pretty easily established of like, clearly I'm more of the extroverted one and I want to do this and this is fun for me. And then for Francis, it's a bit more of, it's your work, but you're not as, you know, out there. So you'll be more quiet, which is funny because <clears throat> it's the complete opposite in terms of, I was terrified. I did not want to be on that stage. It was the worst thing I could ever do in my life. I was so scared. And Francis is, or Ali is just, she can do that. Like just so easy. It's so funny that we had to be our characters when it was actually very opposite of our true nature. And so she helped me a lot through that because I was, I had to fake it till I make it with that confidence on that one. And, you know, one of the challenges for the show as well is how to bring conversations that are via text message, via email, you know, to life on screen. And, and one of the elements used for that is us getting to hear these voiceover narrations. And particularly for you, the moments where that seems to come through in the first few episodes are moments where Bobby feels like she's been really emotionally hurt by Francis. Um, did you have the opportunity to record those before you were filming the show or afterwards? And kind of like, how did you find the emotional tonality when you were just recording those voiceover notes um well when we we did it when we were filming and you know it would usually be like we're filming episode three and they're like can you film these for episode 11 real quick you know like I have 10 minutes run me upstairs and put the mic on um so it those raw versions were not were not it because you're not even thinking about the weight probably maybe Allie was, but I was not thinking about the weight <clears throat> of it. And, and, you know, you try to in that moment, but you can't get, you know, you're not doing the scene. You're not, you know, so it was a little hard, but when we did it, 
in post-production and, and we were doing ADR and stuff, that's where, when you could really see the scene in front of you and knew what the, uh, what the messages were overlapping and stuff, because it was still a little different than the script, you know, Lenny was still deciding where he was going to place it and all that. And so I think that definitely helped get you in the mode um, of, of what was going on and, and how to better push that same performance as you would, you know, in person onto just in a voice, basically. You know, one of the other aspects in terms of, of Bobby's personality and dynamic with other characters is that it feels like she's got a lot of adaptability. She's able to walk into any situation and make herself feel comfortable and make herself feel at home. And, you know, it's whether it's standing on stage with Francis performing poetry, whether it's going to Croatia, you know, with a whole group of people who are 10 years older than them and just feeling very settled into that dynamic quickly. Did you kind of view that there were little nuanced differences in terms of, of how she presents herself, depending on the group and the situation she's in? Or for you, was it very much about having her be who, you know, authentically herself, no matter the space that she's in? I think it's, I think it's definitely that Bobby is going to be who she is no matter what. And she knows that maybe potentially that's more intimidating for other people, or it might give her a bad rap, but like her point of, she just doesn't care because that's exactly, if she's going to say, this is who I am, then that's exactly who she's going to be. I think she would frown at herself if she were to put on a different character just for the sake of her elders in a way you know I think it gives her even more of like a um, even more insinuative to to be like oh this is going to be fun you're going to hate me you know and so she's like I'll just be exactly who I am because I don't care and yeah And then obviously through the fact that there's this developing relationship between Nick and between Francis, you know, Bobby ends up in this position where she just starts to feel Francis really slipping away from her. And given that that's the person in the world that she's closest to, and even to the point where during the show, they move in together as roommates, Mm -hmm. um, you know, how did that really shift the dynamic for Bobby as a character for you in terms of the person closest to her really just kind of slipping away right in front of her and starting to feel like she doesn't even know what's going on with her anymore? I think Bobby definitely had to, I, I had to, it's like finding a balance and, and when to switch over into, I can be more expressive with maybe my romantic feelings mm-hmm. and then other times having to swallow her pride, swallow her own emotions for the sake of the friendship and, and kind of in support of Francis, you know, it's, it's really, it was a tricky thing to be like, I'm the one encouraging you to be more bold, you know, own yourself, find out, you know, discover all these things. Um, But now it's kind of, now it's, you know, kind of hurting us, you know, and, but at what point do you just say like, you know, I have to put my own emotions aside so that you can thrive and, you know, let you live, but also how much at one point can I keep being the only person who's respecting boundaries and 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 trying to give space for the other person so it it got kind of like mentally frustrating and emotionally frustrating to to go back and forth and to really I think at that point I really went Jesus Francis I am like I'm giving you a lot I think at that point I was like I think Bobby is a freaking saint compared to you in this moment as much as she has to like okay go have fun girl yeah and 
And with a lot of Bobby's backstory overall, again, you know, similar to the relationship with Francis, that's something where we get more details of that episode by episode and just little lines and little pieces of dialogue that give us information, like the relationship dynamic with her parents that we hear about early on. And then we get to the point of like, they're, you know, they're getting divorced. I need to move out. I need to leave this home. I can't be there anymore. Um, You know, or even what it was like for her when she first moved over from the States and and that dynamic of, of struggling to fit in and Francis really being the one person person that she connected with early on was that again something where like with Lenny and the rest of the team that you were having a lot of conversations script by script because it feels like so many of those elements inform a lot of her motivations and her emotional responses to the things happening around her yeah we definitely had a lot of a little bit of creating our own history as well as you know once you actually start filming things that completely starts shifting you know if you put one performance here and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, maybe my next one, maybe this scene now has to change a little bit. And we also filmed out of order. And so sometimes having to be like, yeah, no, this is when when things are really starting to get heavy with her family. Um, This one's more of, you know, so the way she might react is a bit different now. And, you know, she has to go back into herself a little bit more than she usually is. And, And so it was kind of a lot of me just remembering where I was in the point of the story and where I was with my family and keeping that in mind. And also just, yeah, tons, tons of conversations with Lenny and Leanne and all of that. Yeah. And overall with your career, you know, I always really love the the characters and, and the types of projects that you're, you're choosing. And you always talk very extensively about how it's, it's so much about a gut instinct and a real connection to character. And I was interested in, you know, when you look at a script and you're looking at who you're potentially going to be working with, you know, what is that kind of process for you in terms of like looking at your gut instinct and responding to it? And also just, you know, the value of your own time, you know, is this something that I want to give several months of my life over to? Yeah, I think it's, you know, sometimes you know who's going to be in the show. And, and you know, I've had moments where I've been like, I don't think that makes sense to me. And, and I'm not going to fake that. So that's a no. Um, it, other times you don't know who's going to necessarily be cast. And, and so I don't focus on that as much because it's obviously more about my part. That's my job. I The director is usually really big for me. It's after I read the script, if I like it or not, then I always want to speak with the director if I if I can get that you know opportunity then I want to know how they feel about the project how they feel about uh, my character is it important to them it, you know do we share similar views on this script um, because yeah it's time and it's also energy and especially when sometimes I struggle to separate myself from the character and, and from work and it takes a while for me to leave those mindsets when I get home that's a form of having to protect my own health and energy. And now with the kid, especially I'm like six months in Ireland with my one and a half year old sounds intense. And, you know, with the level of work that, you know, could be coming my way and all that it's, you have to dig in deep. And then, and I think when, once you actually do start filming it, it's, Cause it was hard. It was a lot, especially the way Lenny works, but it's also remembering like, this is exactly why I want this project in the first place. He's exactly who I want to be working with. It's an honor. And so therefore I need to, to, to remind myself, like, this is why I'm here. And it has to be important because if it would have been anyone else and it, you know, it's like, that's a lot of time to, to give to something that 
isn't really sitting well with me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I really appreciate you sharing all of, all of those details and this series is, is so fantastic. I, I really love all the episodes I've seen so far. So congratulations on everything with that. And thank you thank so much, you. Sasha. Appreciate it. Thank you.